0: I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to Awaken180WeightLoss.com.
1: Hi, and welcome to Between the Lines. On this show, you will hear about and from lesser known Canadian authors and writers who, for whatever reason, have remained under the radar of traditional publishers and publishing houses. If it has something to do with writing or the writing process, you are going to hear a discussion about it here. I'm your host, Randy Lacey, and I encourage you to grab your bevy of choice, get comfy, and get ready to go between the lines. Over the years, I have discovered there are many things that I like to do. I've also discovered even fewer that I love to do. Of those things that I love to do, writing has long been one of them. Talking has been the other. Imagine my delight when I discovered that I could talk about writing. This is not to say, however, that I'm good at either, but only that I like to do both. Now, if you will indulge me for the next few minutes, I will give you a little background history as to how I started writing. In my grade 9 English class at Woodruff High School in the West End of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, my English teacher, Mr. Hollingsworth, was leading the class in poetry sessions, and he decided to give us an assignment to write a poem due back in a week's time. When I sat down to actually write the poem, I noticed that there was a natural flow coming out. And before the week was over, I was able to write three poems. Rather than force myself to choose one to hand in, I handed all three in. On the following Monday, when Mr. Hollingsworth was handing back the assignments, he asked me to stay behind after class. He wanted to talk to me. He asked me if I had actually written these poems or if I had gotten somebody else to or found them. I assured him that I did write these poems myself. He gave me an A-plus for the assignment and then suggested that I continue to write and maybe one day seek publishing. That was in 1979. I took his advice and I kept writing. And I used the writing as a, a means to work out my inner feelings with situations that I was facing at home. My deepest, darkest feelings were on paper for nobody else to see but myself. I kept them to myself for many years. As time rolled on, life got in the way of some of my dreams. I forgot about the encouragement Mr. Hollingsworth had given me about publishing my poetry. I still wrote, but as I said, life got in the way. I started drinking and drugs and all kinds of other things that killed a lot of my dreams. Then one day a friend was visiting and I had left my notebook out and open. And while I was doing something else, my friend started reading some of my poetry and suggested that I should share it because there was a lot of stuff that she was reading she could relate to and she knew other people who would be able to relate to it as well. With that encouragement, I soon started sharing with anybody who wanted to read I was never the type of person who was meant to be in school. Uh, I was always there for other reasons. Uh, I had dropped out of high school uh, probably four times before I left for good. Each time that I quit, I had never cleaned out my locker, so I lost all my poetry. In 1983, I started hitchhiking across the country. And over the course of four years, I had been across the country about 27 times. Now, it wasn't always hitchhiking. There were a few greyhound trips. There were a few adventures in stolen vehicles and whatnot. There was even a moment on the back of a freight train. They were all experiences that gave me something to write about. After all, isn't that where we get our inspirations from for writing? From the World's Fair in Vancouver in 1986 up until 2010, there were a lot more life experiences... Two marriages, two children, more traveling, until I was hospitalized. It was during the five months in the hospital where I rediscovered the desire to publish my poetry. It would be another four months after I got out of the hospital where the ambition to publish or be published became a strong desire. In 2011, I had the first of numerous corrective eye surgeries in an attempt to regain my vision. Undaunted by the setback I was now facing, I was still determined and ambitious to publish a book of poetry. In 2013, I self-published my first book of poetry entitled Blind Ambitions which eventually came to be my brand name that I publish under. Since 2013, I have tried my hands, or my nose if you will, at Spice Blending and Hot Sauce Creation, and I've published eight more books since the first one. I've had friends tease me about writing so much, trying to make a name for myself, and to become rich. It's never been about fame, and it's never been about the money. It's been about the love of writing. I guess you could say that I don't write for profit, but I profit from writing. So that's my story in a nutshell. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to Between the Lines with Randy Lacey. In future episodes, I will be talking with authors and writers from across the country about all things writing. So if you like what you heard, I encourage you to tune in to some future episodes of Between the Lines.